It's happening. We're recording, and this is I Have a Great Idea, but I'll Never Do It, and I'm John, and you're Louise. Hi! <laughs> well, actually, you are the listening audience. Yes. That voice is Louise. Yes. Confirmed. Confirmed. It's Louise. Louise, who is f- semi-freshly back from a crazy trip. Can you talk about it? I can. Um, jet lag is for reals. Um... When you're going that direction, by the by, I went to the other side of the planet. I went to Nepal. And then I went to Bangkok, Thailand for four days. And it's crazy because 52 hours, I was in the air. Dang. I think that's how that works. Wait. I can't do math. It's okay. You know what? It's okay. You know what? This isn't a math podcast. It's not it's a an math idea podcast. That's right. Here's an idea. Take some more math class, everyone. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pay attention in school, that's kids. That's right. Um, oh, and I want to tell you about vacation. But first, speaking of math class, okay. Quick side note story. My phone okay. has been freaking out. So before, uh. The trip, I made a Genius Bar appointment and was like, hey, can you guys fix my phone before vacation? And they were like, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll just take it from you and give you a loaner. And I was like, what? oh, no, I'm going to keep it. So I kept it for vacation. And then when I got back, it, I had gotten 38 temperature warnings. Now, oh, I was in the Himalayas. So it's, yeah. it's not like, I mean, I was in Bangkok. But it's not like I was in the Caribbean in the sunshine with my phone in the sand and forgot about it. And that's why it heated up. It like something was going on. So I brought it back to the Apple store. And um, don't get mad. How did I get on this tangent? Math. Math. That's right. Um, no, wait. No, I really don't know. Oh, yes, I do. OK. So I was trying to log in because apparently to do specific diagnostics on my phone, they needed me to log into my iCloud account from their Uh laptop. And I have the two-factor authentication. And for some reason, it was prompting me to reset my password. By the Mm -hmm. by, I probably haven't reset that password since I got an Apple ID. (laughs) Um on iCloud, but they were asking me these security questions. And one of the questions, which I chose, was, uh-huh. who is your least favorite teacher? Okay. And I was like, oh, my God. I don't know his name. Oh, my God. Like, I know what class he taught. <laughs> I know what grade it was. I can uh-huh. see his face. I don't know his name. And I was like, can I answer like another question? You know how they make you put in like seven sure, security yeah. questions. I was like, can I skip this one? And they were like, no. So I'm texting my friend. Oh, my God. <laughs> about like, oh, my God, who taught geometry? I hate this man. And I was like, 
not only did he terrorize me in high school and create this burning, seething hatred, but he's still haunting me like yeah. 20 years later. Um, anyway, math. <laughs> Pay attention in math, you guys. Yeah, and if nothing else, pay attention to the person's name who is tormenting you. <laughs> or just and remember that. pick different security questions. I don't know. Maybe you your, know, your favorites of things and not your least favorites. Okay, I'm going to side tangent off of your side tangent and talk about those security questions because, yeah, I can never remember the answers to them because they're always like, what is your favorite blank? And it changes I'm be daily. With you. I know, because if it's like, what's your favorite food? And I'm like, I'm in the mood for pizza. And then I write in pizza. And then the next time when I actually have to figure it out. And it's How like, could it not be hummus? How could it not like, be hummus? I don't know, cake is great. Hummus is amazing. Yeah, come on. So, uh, yeah, I hate those questions that are your favorite blank. I can't I can't do those. I don't, I don't know what a good security question would be. <laughs> no. Because, like... Anybody can guess. Anybody can find out what my mother's maiden name is. Right. I also feel like I had all this information in a secure note in 1Password. Shout out to 1Password if anybody uses that. Um, I love it. But because we had gone to this like different factory setting on my phone Mm -hmm. or we were inside of a diagnostic so I couldn't like go back to the home screen and I like access the apps like I was like, if I could just, if you could just, can I just, uh, like, <laughs> I just, there was not a good way to do it. Okay. Anyway, so went to the Apple Store. Vacation was amazing, but jet lag is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're going the first way, the way that I went, uh, you wake up in your destination at like five right. in the morning. So you're like, this is great. I have like a jump start on my day and I get to like be the first at places and avoid the rush because I'm just awake now. It was amazing when I was in Japan. It was uh, when I was in Nepal just because sometimes things don't open until later. Also, Nepal uh-huh. is less touristy in that way than Japan. Anyway, um, okay. coming back... That is the demon. There was a good five days, I'd say, where I could not, just could not make it to eight o'clock at night. Like I, oh boy, I was like, no, I'm done. I'm done. And I can't. And then I'd wake up at two in the morning and be like, okay, what are we doing? Hmm. (laughs) It's daytime and I'm awake. Yep. Let's do everything right now. Yep. Um, so yeah, vacation was really good. Eye-opening experience. I had um, cool, good time. I had the best of times. I had the worst of times. I had the times that remind me of the best of times. Piss- Are you chumbawumbing me right I now? I am trying. You're trying. <laughs> Did you have the whiskey drink and the vodka drink mm-hmm. and the lager drink? Mm-hmm. Cool. And the cider drink. And the cider drink. <laughs> Let's not forget the cider drink. No. Well, we're not here to talk about Chumbawamba. No. We are here Although, to talk about great ideas. That would be a good idea for a podcast. Okay. Well, all right. While we're talking about good ideas for podcasts, I uh, I need to talk to you about something that came up on the last episode, 
and that was the Uproar podcast. That's right. Because, like, I couldn't stop thinking about it, and I was like, maybe I could do it. Maybe I just don't have to put it on a, do it on a schedule. I can do it when I can do it. And, you know, maybe it's like once every four months and that's okay. It's whenever. And yeah, so I registered, I believe, uproarpod at gmail.com and 707 uproar1. <laughs> Heck yeah! The phone number. So uh, I believe I yeah. even may have on our Instagram given the pod an official Louis Vuitton shoe. What? Didn't you see that on our Instagram? I don't think I did see that. Oh yeah. All right. Well, an everyone's official... got to go to Great Idea Pod on Instagram and see what Louise is talking about. Official high heel of the pod. Of course. <laughs> it's like a lion's foot. Or like a wildcat, like foot, but it's a stiletto. <laughs> oh my god, I love it! Because every podcast needs an official fancy shoe. Hey, hey. Uh, so Chumbawamba, Chumbawamba podcast is that your uh, actual first idea? That that was just a in the pod idea. Um, okay. No, my first idea. I don't think I talked about this last episode what I think is throwing me off is that I talked about this with friend of the pod Scott Wiener (gasps) and that's why I feel like I talked about it on an episode but I'm just gonna like throw it out there and if you're like you talked about that last time then just tell me but the idea is a tetanus fence uh you did not talk about this before go on so you know how Oftentimes, there are fences of different kinds. There's wooden fences, picket fences, Mm -hmm. chain link fences. Seen them. Talked about them on episode one, I believe. So, this fence is a super rusty fence that you might find somewhere. But the top, the part that you're most likely to fall on top of, Mm -hmm. is like full of little needles that prick you. With the shot that you need to get, should you fall on a rusty fence and then need to go to the hospital and get a tennis shot. It's like taking out the next step. It's like you're already covered. It's like the greatest service and disservice (laughs) at the same time. Yeah. I think that when I told Scott, he was like, or just make fences that don't rust. But I didn't have that idea. Mm. (laughs) That is also a good idea, but not one that I had. You know, with uh, with healthcare the way it is these (laughs) days, uh, we may need to have fences that have uh, little shots on on top of them. Because where else are you going to get them? It's it's like tetanus fence. You're already covered. You're already covered. Yeah, uh, that's that's I think the weirdest idea we've ever talked about. <laughs> How did you come up with I don't that? Know. One? I think I what was, was going on. I think I did was you probably, see a rusty fence. Yeah, I think I or maybe I almost fell on one, but I think I was walking the dog in the park, and you know how they have those like temporary fences to protect like cer- yeah. certain lawns that get reseeded, and then they like cover, they coil, they roll the fences. Yeah, like often event fencing, but. 
but less secure than that. Mostly, I think it's sure. just to protect the grass. Well, anyway, I was like, whoa, there's a fence that wasn't there before. And then looked at it and it was like <laughs> spikes were coming out of it. And I was really thinking like, uh-oh, if Roland would have like quick moved, he could have poked his eye out. But no. instead, I could have fallen on it and needed to go get a tetanus shot. Idea. Yeah. Tetanus <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a truly bizarre idea. It's truly bizarre. That's what I'm here for, some of the times. It's almost like barbed wire that has, like, gauze on the other side. <laughs> yeah. Although gauze would even get caught up in it, in, in the it's, barbed wire. It would just be like a layer of gauze on, like, underneath it. Yeah. So that when you, once you get it, you're just like, oh, here we go, wrapping it up, wrapping it up. Good thing that gauze was there. Good, good thing. <laughs> Man, it seemed like a crazy idea at first, mm-hmm. but here we are. I uh, no, are. I love that. That's really funny. Uh, speaking of, how is Mr. Road Dog doing? My God, he's great. I went to go pick him up from the dog sitter after vacation, and I was waiting for this like. Bum, 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 bum. Like epic reuniting in a field, in a meadow of flowers and twirling and embracing. And he was like, oh, hey. Hey, ma. Yeah, like, oh, hey, what's up? No, he, he did like run over. Like I, I was in a store. Uh, my dog sitter brought him to work that day. And I walked mm-hmm. into the store and I was all stealthy and I was like, quiet. And uh, he, like, peeked his head out around an ottoman and, like, tipped his head and was like, hey, I think that's my mom. And then his ears, like, Mm. shot back and he had a little softball head and he, like, ran over and, like, sniffed me and wagged his tail and gave me, like, one kiss and then was like, hey. And then went on his way and I was like, excuse me, I haven't seen you in, like, two weeks. Um, uh, But this is just, like expectation versus reality yeah but he is so great i was just thinking before we started recording about how much i love my dog daisy yeah she is a real treat i've been i've been i've been taking a good look at the butt because it's been on instagram she's got a funny butt yeah dog butt yeah dog butts are pretty hilarious uh you know how, and I know that some people post pictures if they, uh, if a, a particular dog's butt, and I'm not talking about just like the top of it, but like right underneath the business part of it, mm-hmm. where it just kind of like has a shape to it. It's almost like a, like an ink blot uh, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of them look like animals. And I was, you know, I noticed daisies and I was just like, that there's a little penguin. Oh. Got a little penguin going on over there. Just going like... Wah, wah, wah. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Dog butts. Um, dovetailing on that. I... Yeah. Ooh, lo- dovetailing. Dovetailing. I don't know dove, dove, butt, dove butting on that. Dove butting. Um, I love most dog butts. I do not like... Don't freak out yet, listener. Corgi butts in nylons. Oh, no, 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 no. Have you seen that? It's like an internet sensation. It's so weird. I'm a big fan of the corgi butt. Me too. And if there's a, 
yeah. I'm just gonna say right now, your challenge for uh, for the next episode, corgi butts. Oh yes! I can't wait. Do you okay. remember what my challenge was for this week? What I challenged you to? Yeah. Uh, communicating with dogs. Yeah, I got two dog ideas in a row. Nice. We. I feel like dog ideas. I don't think we'll ever have a cat idea. Probably not. Oh, speaking of, so I don't want to give away my address, so I'll do this really quickly. Um, Mm -hmm. Boyfriend Chris got some, um, like, reverse, um, not reverse, but return. um, Yeah, address stickers. So half of them are dogs, half of them are cats. And he, he like, undid the mail and he showed this to me. And I was like, oh, well, you can just throw away the cat ones. (laughs) It was, like, the first thing I said. <laughs> I, you know, it's like I've met some okay cats. I've met some okay cats. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Hmm. It's not my first choice. Right. Dog all the way. Dog um, all the way. So, all right. Well, we'll get to we'll get to those in a second. I did have um I had one idea. Okay. I had one fresh idea. Um Okay, this is a little crazy, and this is something that, like, only rich people could probably have and probably wouldn't need, because this is a small kitchen solution. Okay. All right. So, it is... Louise, you've had a small kitchen before. Yeah. Yeah. You know you know what it's like to have a small kitchen. Counter space can be a real issue, and... You know, of course, there's like, you can get like a little island, but what if you don't have room for such a thing? But what if you could have like floor panels that like lift up and legs like telescope out from the floor and you can like prop up and they just go back down and flatten up against the floor? I like it. So it's like tile and, you know, of course, you'll clean it before you use it i hope but insta counter space i like it do you want to know what the craziest thing tell me the craziest thing i also have a small kitchen solution idea that i was gonna save for the next episode oh, but now you can't that, save it no baby. now that you say this now i want to tell you mine <laughs> so yeah. i have been watching on netflix in the middle of the night because I can't sleep, but in the daytime, mm-hmm. sleeping. Uh, this show called, I think it's called The Great the Great British Baking Show. The Great British Bake Off? That's it. Yeah. yeah. So they have these ovens in a tent, and the, and the oven door comes down, but then mm-hmm. it slides in mm. so that they can, like, walk back and forth or put the things in, and then when they pull it out, it's like a drawer... And then hmm. it closes up. It's like on a weird hinge where it goes under the oven. And I thought, right. would it be so hard to have, because we all have either, you know, I don't know what, what things are, concrete or, or marble, if you're fancy, mm-hmm. or what are countertops made of? I don't know. Hey, like granite or like butcher block wood. Right. And, so yeah. would it be so hard, because we already have that there, to have drawers, but they're just like cutting boards, but they're mm-hmm. extra counter space. Um, I th- those do exist. They're not as typical anymore. 
but I've had kitchens that have had those where it's just like a little piece of wood that slides out. Yeah. Because yeah. I was thinking, you know, half the time I either A, need the cutting board or B, I just need a place to set something that's coming out of the oven. Right. Like yeah. I don't, I'm not, I don't need it all the time. I just, for one second, it would be cool to have that thing. Yeah. Um, you, anyway. And you know, you you gave me a little bit of an idea when you were talking about the ovens with those types of, uh, I, I guess, doors. But what if it was more like a a drawer itself and you just pull open like this whole unit of oven, you know, it's it's preheated and whatnot. And instead of having to slide something in and then have to like slide it out, or whatever it just opens and you, you have like basically a bird's eye view of the entire thing and can just lift up what you need to lift up. Granted, it's a one rack solution unless right. you can like slide each individual rack back in if you need to. But or why not when you open it, does like the shelves come out tiered so that mm. you're not so that. Yeah. And then when you close it, they go back in. Does that make sense? That does make sense. Because I, like I don't know how many times I've had to. And it's probably only Thanksgiving that I'm cooking more things in the oven than just one thing. But where I need both mm-hmm. of the racks and I'm like, don't burn yourself on that bottom rack but if it came out a little (laughs) bit farther then i could just like plop plop and then close it and it would telescope both of them yeah i i mean the technology is there (laughs) it has to be it has Um, to be yeah i've been thinking a lot about kitchen organization lately and the biggest issue I've been having lately is with pot lids and Mm. I haven't been able to figure out the best way and I've read all of the like listicles of like 31 things to do to store your pot lids that you never thought were possible and it's just like get a pot lid organizer and it's like shut up list I know you're like well when I design my own kitchen and build it from scratch I'll be sure to put in space for that but in the meantime I know they're the most annoying things. They don't stack well. They're just and so you need frustrating. Them. You need them. That's the worst Absolutely part. Need you them. could just be like, ah, let's just throw it away. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you that's know, a thing. You remember that guy that climbed Trump Tower with those suction cup things? The like Spider Man guy. Yeah. Yeah. What if we made pot lids, but the handles on them? were suction cups that you could take off because then you could stack them better. That is a great... And they're just like a like a little slightly curved piece of glass, yeah, but nothing it's like, else. It's almost like a, a shallow soup bowl that then you could stack. Yeah. And then when Ooh, you... Oh, I love it. When you needed a, a handle, suction cup went on there. I mean, if or, a guy can climb a building, we can pick up a what, lid. Or here's a crazy idea. One adjustable pot lid. Like, you know how... Like Inspector right. Gadget. Like Inspector Gadget. with a, Yes, exactly. But uh, do you know, um, kind of like a camera aperture, how when you close it, it's like the f- like five or seven like little 
triangular yeah, yeah. blades. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but the opposite, where instead of like a hole, <laughs> it's making the actual thing bigger or smaller. Yeah. Yeah, and then you just have one pot lid. I like it for multiple if you if you purchase multiple of them um or like a fan um because i was thinking like what if you need to cook green beans and carrots and potatoes i don't know what you're making well yeah then you just get another one as many as pots as you have but yeah man i apologize to everybody who could hear my dog going crazy as much as i love her she is loud (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she's doing what she does yeah I gotta find a way to like block the bottom of those windows because everything that goes by she goes bow, 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 bow. she's doing a really good job I feel really safe with her there and I feel like you guys are safer with her there oh man do you want to hear something really nutty yeah first of all we're not we're not safe with her because <laughs> uh, she plays with at, matches uh, yeah at like four o'clock in the morning Last weekend, my wife wakes me up and she's like, the alarm is going off, like the house alarm, like the security system is going off. And I hear the like beeps and they're starting to get like faster before it goes to like siren mode. And did you go from like dead sleep to like zing because adrenaline just like pulls through your veins? Yeah. So my wife and I apologize for blowing up her spot, but she just like runs... She closes our bedroom door, locks it, and puts a chair up against the door. Smart. Meanwhile, Daisy is inside of our room because she was being a butt and whiny, and we let her sleep in there that night, which is rare. And she didn't make a peep, but my wife heard like the front door open, and the alarm was like going off and everything, so... She, uh, yeah, she just like went into, she barricaded the door and then ran into the closet and was like shivering and crying. And what I ended up doing was I, we have a a security system that we can control using our, our phones. So by pure, out of pure instinct, I turned off the alarm rather than like having it just like go, 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 go. And Instead of the alarm company calling 911 for us, uh, which would have like cost us money anyway, I you know I had canceled it so they didn't call. So I just called 911. Somebody came out within like minutes. It was kind of incredible. I know he was there like within minutes, and of course we were just like maybe that person saying like like saying things isn't a cop and it's really a thief. But we don't know, and we just have to believe them when they say that they're a cop. (laughs) He wasn't in a uniform? Well, we had the door closed and barricaded. Oh. So we couldn't see him. We just heard him. So I went out, and he he was indeed a police officer or a convincingly dressed criminal masquerading. That's taking it to the next level. I know. That's pretty good. Uh, And It's like one of those TV breakdowns when they're like, must have, like, proper police uniform to like be an extra or something right oh my god that is such like an inside baseball kind of thing that you just (laughs) so yeah it was like a very convincing cop costume (laughs) and uh or an actual police officer yeah and we just kind of like walked around the house and he was like yeah you know the door was kind of like open a little bit 
And um, what what ended up happening was, I guess, when I had come in with the dog that night, I didn't like latch the door. Like I had the doorknob actually locked, but because it hadn't like latched, it didn't catch on anything. So, oh my god! What ended up happening was the newspaper delivery person threw the paper against the door and it pushed it open a little crack and set us all into a little frenzy so yeah wow i was gonna be like i don't know how you're still so calm and collected about this someone tried to get (laughs) into your house no they didn't no it was the new york times all right well the failing new york times i think that's safe to say that all newspapers are uh, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. Some of them are on an uptick. Really? Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Way to go, buds. Hmm. Maybe not like a historic high, but certainly doing okay. Uh, but okay, let's talk about uh, our, our challenges from last week. Okay. So my... Uh, Assignment yes, communicating with El Dogos. Was dog human communication. And yeah. like I was kind of stumped for a bit. But then I thought, you know how some service dogs um they say can either identify two hundred different objects or mm-hmm. they they can compute like 200 different commands, like open the door, get me a water, get me a beer, turn the lights off. Like they, they're just, they're unbelievable dogs. Um, mm-hmm. All dogs are unbelievable. Well, I don't believe them for a second. All dogs are unbelievable. Um, credible, they are not. Um, <laughs> so I thought, you know, chances are the dog is getting us. We just don't get the dog. Um, mm-hmm. We are the dumb ones. In the same way that I read a study a couple of weeks ago on the internet about dog uh, like brain activity mm-hmm. and how if you say things to your dog like, I love you and like, I had the worst day at work today, you know, and you make everything better. It's not just... Like, yes, they like that tone of voice, but when you say the words that you're actually saying and not just gibberish, their brain activity is like spiking, Hmm. like peaks and valleys, rather than just like happy, high-pitched gibbering. They did these like studies Hmm. on dog brain waves or whatever. So whether or not you have taught your dog those specific... Time out. Yes. Picture a, a like an adorable little doggy with those little like brain wave things stuck on their head, or like a really super a trained dog that's like in an MRI, like chin on the thing, like not hmm. moving, like being it's like, so and good. Just thinking, I'm a good boy. That's right. I'm yeah. a I'm a good boy. Um, yeah. So I I am not anywhere close ever to understanding what my dog means like sometimes Mm -hmm. he'll stand in the room and he'll just like look at me and I'm like what do you need but I can say all these things and he knows so this is like the most long-winded way to say this but you know those smart 
uh, toys that distribute treats. Yes. Like it's like you have to press this light button and then this button lights mm-hmm. up and if you press them in that order then the treat comes out. It's like a Simon says. Mhm. But like one of them is yes and one of them is no. And so mm. you can ask your dog like are you hungry and they can press the one that's like no or do you need to go outside instead of like you know so- sometimes that's like ah, I want to go to the park. Yeah. And so, yes, I want to go outside. Or sometimes it's like, no, I got to go potty. Um, and yes, both of those are outside, but they're different things. I used to have a Boston <laughs> Terrier that when he had to go to the bathroom, he would ring these bells that we had by the door. Um, mm-hmm. And at first, he got like a little too clever about it. And he was like, right. I want to go outside. Tingle, tingle, tingle. And we brought him outside. And then we were like, oh, this is a game to you. But right. then you don't want to take him outside to then teach him that yeah. like that. The that's, dog who cried tingle, tingle, tingle. That's right. Um, but it would be super helpful if there was like a little Simon Says pad that mm-hmm. they could like step on or boop their nose on. That was like more treats, please. Or something. Yeah. Although, do you think that dogs have the ability to... To understand that, like, they can't have all of that stuff. Because if Daisy could have treats all day, every day, she would. Right. Um, I didn't think that far through. I didn't <laughs> I didn't think that far through. I was just thinking, like, yes and no or, well, like, potty. Yeah. Like, well, I guess it could be something that you take out only when they're just, like, whimpering or something. Just so that you can, like, understand what they're whimpering about or you could even customize it it could actually be like simon says with like six different colors instead of four Mm -hmm. and you could customize what the color means so in our family you know blue means fill up my water bowl you idiot Mm -hmm. um because you didn't notice and like maybe the light would stay on in the same way when you're on an airplane if you press the stewardess button it like stays on until you press it again or the stewardess comes over um or steward flight attendant flight attendant um so maybe it would be like one of those things where if they press it then it stays on until you address it um or you know, I don't know, maybe you're super fancy and you're like rice or chicken and they press, you know, the the green button because they'd like rice tonight. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't think that far. I was just like, what kind of communication? Most of the time, I feel like it's that like my dog totally gets me. I just right. don't get what my dog is trying to say. So yeah, a Simon Says true. indicator. I like it. It would need... A large amount of training, but I like it. Um, Depends on the dog. It does depend on the dog. That is true. It would take a lot for my dog. I recently... Oh, mine too. I recently called a trainer to try to figure out some stuff with Daisy, and he's saying we're going to have to do, like, so much stuff that, like, we've tried before that has been a complete failure, like crate training. And Daisy's eight. She... uh, is just like, uh, hell no. I'm eight, bitch. And, yeah, that's, she's just not having any of that kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah, 
training dogs to do anything is is very difficult. I guess unless they're like fresh out that doggy womb. It's I'm like a puppy. amazing when I'm watching different dog shows and they're like, you know, trailer is 10 months old. And I'm like, what? How is that yeah. dog doing that at 10 months old? And trailer. What an interesting <laughs> name. <laughs> Look, and this is why I'm so good at improv. Because <laughs> uh, you're an improv and like everybody's name is Trailer. <laughs> oh, hey, Trailer. I don't know. Look, it's a girl's name. It's a boy's name. It's a dog's name. It works. <laughs> trailer. Uh, so you challenged me to come up with an idea having to do with bow ties. That's right. And Yeah, and I gave it some thought and... You know, there's the kind of like clip on bow tie that like with a little like hook or whatever that could probably fool some people if they're, you know, looking and they see like, oh, that's there's a strap that's going around the neck. So it must be real. Whatever. Uh, and you know what? Nothing really particularly wrong with those. But Quick. lately people people definitely uh, are really into the like, ooh, tying your own bow tie. But I've tied my own bow tie before. It is tough. Yeah. And I've had people tell me like, it's just like tying a shoe. And it's like, no, it's not. It's thick and a pain in the butt to work with. So what if we incorporated slap bracelet technology? Your face just, yeah, right? So yeah, you, I don't know how it would necessarily work with the angles of it. But I'm sure some sort of like MIT engineering kid can like figure out how to just like take a what's like a straight line, snap it around your neck and it goes and you got a bow tie. I love it. Yes. MIT. Get on that. MIT. Call 304-804-IDEA and tell us we're on it. And send us the prototypes. Please, because I'd love to try that out unless it's unsafe and would murder me. Ah, like I like call you on the phone or you call 911 and there's like like pulsing <laughs> blood coming out of your neck because you've like slapped this piece of like steel, this fabric encased razor blade. Yeah. Yeah. But do you remember there was like that whole slap bracelet like scare where people were getting cut? Yes, but part of this is like not related, but kind of related. Just like parenting, I I was gonna say I was at the well, air, I was at all these international airports, and it you know how there's mm-hmm. different stores. I was like oh, Kinder eggs, <laughs> and we can't have them in America right. because children Choking. choke. And I'm yeah. like, are you kidding? Watch your kid for two minutes while they eat this egg. Make sure they don't eat the toy. <laughs> Like, is this what, like, why can the rest of the world have nice things? I wasn't That's upset about it. But I was. Um, yeah. Make America great again. Kinder Give eggs. Kinder eggs. That's right. That's right. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, the slap bracelet thing, I think that that was partially parenting, but also like. Urban myth? Just idiots. And probably like. urban legend. Yeah. Where it's like, 
my cousin goes to school with somebody who has a cousin who, you know, got murdered by a slap bracelet. Not true. Yeah. Or then you got to be like, look, this is just like, what is that called? Like survival, not evolution, but. Yeah, survival of the fittest. I mean, your cousin was going to go from a number of things if this is what took them down. At least they died of something hilarious. That's right. And and really cool. That's right. Yeah, those things were so simple. It's so fantastic. Oh my gosh. I loved mine. I loved mine. It's a pretty solid tool <laughs> and accessory. It was so All cool. Right. So uh, I've already given you your challenge for the next episode. Yeah. What you got from me? I, You know what? I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't think about this, but... You've had plenty of time. Yeah. I, I actually just yeah looked at a different <laughs> idea that I had. Uh-huh. So I'll just weave it through that. When you are on incredibly long flights, mm-hmm. your ankles and your feet swell up. Okay. That's your challenge. Ooh, swolly ankies. On long flights, yeah. How do you, what can you? Uh, I don't know, but whatever it is, I've already got a name for it. And it's Swelly Yankees. No, it is a uh, a play on a, uh, a a musical. It's called Damn Yankees. Ah! <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. All right. So Damn Yankees, I will come up with an idea based on that. Wait, okay. What did I challenge you to? Corgi butts. That's right. Corgi butts. <laughs> I love them. They're so funny. Damn Ankies. Oh my God. That's like already my favorite for next week. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and yes, everybody listening, uh, uh, you haven't done it in a while, but do it and we'll play it on the show. Call 304-804-IDEA and leave us your great idea. And e- Or you can email it to us, greatideapod at gmail.com. Um, you can text it. You to can the text same it number. 304 804 idea. Um, and yeah, social media, we're on it. We're casually active. And um, the Uproar podcast. Oh, you know, I just, maybe, maybe, maybe on the lookout for that. I don't know. Yeah. I like it might happen. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we at least got the, the rights or the name or the. I mean, it's not locked down until it's locked we down. Got, we got the flag in it that says, we, it's we ours the, if we decide to we colonize. We have the phone number. <laughs> and, and an official uh, yeah. high heel. And an official high heel, which I have to go onto Instagram and check that oh, out. Oh, man. It's pretty great. Well, I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, thanks for bearing with us while we took some time off while yeah. Louise was just traipsing around the planet. I, I have lots of comments that we can continue to to talk. Not ideas, just comments about vacation and like how it happens and how it can happen more and why everybody's backwards. But that Ooh, could be at a different time. Uh, perhaps that could be on an episode of Uproar. Oh, I like it. If we can weave it in somehow, we can do an episode on that's a vacation based episode. Okay. Air travel. I'm sure that there's, 
yeah, people are always in an uproar about something having to do with air travel. <laughs> oh, like, did you not fact- hear the leggings? What the leggings? Yes. Although did United. you? Although did you hear the full story? What's the full story? Those people were flying for free because they were like friends of United employees. And if you are a paying customer, do whatever the hell you want. If you're under United and you're flying for free as like part of their employee perks, because you can have like your family fly. If you if you work, you know, as a flight attendant, you can have like your sister fly for free to, you know, whatever. Sure. Yeah. If you are doing that, there is a, uh, a handbook of what is considered appropriate. And coming up that it was spring break, they sent out a memo to all of the free huh. passengers that said, just to remind you guys, because we know it's spring break and a lot of people are going to be using the company rewards flight program. Please be mindful of the appropriate attire clause. So part of well, me is like, you can wear whatever you want. And then the next part of me is like, but you're flying for free. Yes. Okay. I did not know that. I that, is was, an Im- that is an important detail. Super important. That changes everything for me. I was like, me too. Because I was in an uproar about it and was like trying to find all these like Twitter threads and like scrolling through all these pinned tweets, getting mm-hmm. to like the ones that actually mattered. And then I was like, wait, hold up. Why is United backing this up? Wait, what? Wait, wait. Yeah. It changes it. It turns that it beat really around. Does. That's a Gloria Estefan moment. <laughs> <laughs> kind of makes me want to do the Congo, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, oh, I was just. Flight travel, United. else. Uproar! Maybe I was just thinking about how if they should be pissed off about anything and just be people traveling wearing pajamas. Put on some real clothes, people. Oh, yeah. People in slippers. People carrying pillows. People carrying pillows. Is I get like, the travel neck pillow. my least favorite thing. Yeah. On a charter bus, on an airplane, you don't need your yeah. own pillow. You're going to a hotel. And I know it's gross, but people do it. It's grosser that you bring your pillow yeah. Or that's what I think. <laughs> Uproar. It's ah! happening. That was the preview for the first episode. Oh, my God. Maybe it was. All right. Well, anyway, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, I love doing this. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with me. So much fun. Thank you for hanging out with me, Louise. And uh, yeah, catch you all next time. Bye. I don't see it happening. <laughs>